0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. ctmobile.com mobilecom
1: It's 930 in 716.
2: I'm Susan Rose.
1: I'm Brian Mazurowski. Outside, currently cloudy. Some snow on your way in this morning. 33 degrees in Buffalo.
2: The Bills season ends with a home playoff loss. Burrow pump fakes to the right, back corner of the end zone, wide open, Hayden Hurst, 15 yards for the touchdown. Two receiving targets, wide open for scores on each of Cincinnati's first two drives. From start to finish, the Bills were chasing the Bengals. In the end, a 27-10 to 10 loss.
1: Bills bowing out uh, in the second round of the playoffs for the second year in a row. No
3: excuses, Chris. Just, uh, they beat us. Um, and give credit to them, they beat us. And, and they out-physicaled us.
1: It's B- Bills head coach Sean McDermott. Josh Allen had a similar takeaway.
3: Again, disappointment. You, you play to win.
1: Our goal is to win a, a Super Bowl, a World Championship, and we didn't accomplish that. So everything that happened this season is kind of null and void in our minds, and it sucks. Well, season now over. Allen, the Bills going home after a loss at home.
2: A long ride home for the fans that attended the game yesterday. For
1: many Bills fans, it was another
0: disappointing end to a once promising season.
1: Definitely some things to work on, but I mean, I wouldn't say anything that's we're not capable of fixing quickly in the offseason. We're right up there.
0: Didn't go our way today, but... On August, I mean, I'll be right at St. John Fisher. That was Bills fan Christian from Rochester. For some Bills fans, a loss such as Sundays to the Bengals may have deterred their confidence in the leadership group and the rest of the team starting at the top. However, a number of fans do feel it'll be important to keep the band together with the hopes of making another run at the Super Bowl during the 2023 season.
3: We're diehard fans, yes. and we're very confident in the mm-hmm. team and the trajectory. We just hope for better results, and right. it's not something that's going to happen overnight so we're in it for the long haul.
0: That was Bills fan Morgan from Florida. As for what the team can change up or improve upon in 2023, it may not be so much of changes to the personnel, but rather to the roster and the makeup of the group to be a little bit stronger all around. Here's more from Bills fan Earl from Tennessee. I just want to see
2: a bit more, got a bit more strategy on defense. Got to be more robust. I think we made some mistakes at the beginning of this game. It should have been man-to-man coverage and they were playing zone. Didn't make too much sense. When you come across a technician such as Burrow, he going to hit his guy. No problem about it. You mark the guy, you got a chance. We didn't do that, and so got to get smart. Simple as
1: that.
0: More from Bills fans following Sunday's loss to the Bengals is available
1: for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. Nah, uh, not a great ride home, right?
2: For anybody.
1: <laughs> it was like uh, I'd imagine the scene in the traffic jam in the snow after the loss being like, uh, you know, Diggs and Allen. Right. Just like one car, you're like Stefan Diggs after, you know, just arms in the air. Like, what's going on? What's going on? you going to let me in or not? (laughs) What? I've been sitting here for 30 minutes. Right. And then, you know, the other car just, like, sitting there pretending that uh, they don't even know uh, that they're there, and (laughs) I don't hear anything. You're probably right. (laughs) probably what it was like at the end of the game. Uh, Damar Hamlin in the stadium Sunday making a public appearance of sorts. Uh, Hamlin waving to fans from inside of a suite was shown on the broadcast uh, quite a few times, facing a lengthy rehab process, as the family had said. Last week, and uh, you know, hoping at some point in the off season to hear a little bit more about how that's going.
2: Maybe that was the only bright spot during the game. I mean, you could almost say that there.
1: Uh, really there weren't many. Much. I mean, from start to finish, wow. I mean, just never just had a.
2: I just wasn't. It wasn't the game I expected by any stretch. I thought, if anything, it would be a really close game.
1: It wasn't. It's a good old-fashioned butt-whooping is uh, what that was. And it's been a long time, a long time since uh, we've had a Bills loss like that, really, when you right. think about it. Losses this year, I mean, were a score either way. I mean, really could have right. went either way. I'm trying to think of uh, last year, we lost to the Colts at some point in the season. Like, that was... <laughs> I mean but this when was, was the, the last time, time they were the dominated. Bills
2: only put up ten points?
1: I, it's uh, been uh, somebody who I was watching the game with said um, the Jacksonville game last year kind of felt like that, where it's just you're watching this whole thing like, all right, come on, do something, like, <laughs> and uh, just nothing was happening. Right. Uh, it was a rough way to go out, you know, after this entire season that right. you know, started off so much hope. Uh, you, they delivered for the most part right. i mean 13 and 3 throughout the year i hadn't lost a game since november And to go out like that, really tough, I think, for everyone to take in.
2: Leaves a rotten taste in your mouth.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
2: Across the state, many speaking out on the state's push to go all electric and ban natural gas appliances and heating elements.
0: When it comes to New York's proposed ban on gas appliances, the biggest objection to Chris Trijankowski of the New York State Plumbing, Heating and Cooling Contractors Association is how fast the state wants to do it.
1: We don't feel we're prepared, Uh, the infrastructure is prepared to handle... Uh, converting from gas to all electric. Uh, take typical, well, what just happened in the last storm, and and the number of people who didn't have electric um, and and couldn't heat their homes at all.
0: Trajanowski says he's been to Albany to get lawmakers to make the process safer and more reasonable. Gary Marchioli of Energy Mark says there's another big concern.
3: The concern for consumers would be the cost of these systems, and a conversion of a, of a existing natural gas and electric cooling system. Uh, can be twenty to $30,000, depending on the technology chosen.
0: Marchioli says replacing a gas appliance with a geothermal pump, which is electric, can be very costly. Hear concerns about that online. Tom Puckett, com
2: News. Tom, thanks. The governor not stepping down on the idea, but hoping to alleviate concerns while in Buffalo this weekend. I know there's criticism of saying that we are going to transition someday to from fossil fuel generated power, but no one is taking anyone's gas stove, they're not being shut down, they're going to continue for sale, so there's also a lot of um, hyperbole and uh, exaggeration around what's being proposed, but it also focuses on New York State as part of being a leader to make sure that we can handle these storms in the present, but also averting them in the future. That's what our plan is to make sure that we protect our environment, and there's just a lot of smart ways to do that. So we're going to continue on that path, but always step back and make sure we're doing the right thing for New Yorkers. All right, the governor saying that she is continuing on this plan for a gas ban for new construction in 2025 and for Existing homes and businesses by 2030. All right,
1: and uh, we'll hear more from the governor later on this morning. Meanwhile, the home of President Biden searched by the FBI on Friday looking for any other classified documents that might be in his possession comes after two previous searches by Biden staffers made discoveries of classified papers. The FBI searching the personal home of the sitting president where agents found additional classified documents. Watergate started as a very small burglary. And it led to the president of the United States resigning. This all comes while former President Trump is under criminal investigation for his handling of nearly 300 classified documents found at Mar-a-Lago.
0: There is one important document that distinguishes former President
1: Trump from President Biden. That's a warrant. Meanwhile, Jeff Zients, who served as White House COVID response coordinator, is expected to take over as White House chief of staff. Justin
2: Finch there reporting. And a business forecast is looking increasingly gloomy. A growing number of business leaders believe we're heading into a recession.
3: Just over half of them think the probability of a recession is greater than 50%. Ken
2: Simonson with the National Association for Business Economics says that was the big takeaway from its latest business conditions survey. As for hiring?
3: For the first time since the pandemic, more firms expect to reduce their headcount than to add employees in the next three months.
2: For now, respondents say sales are increasing at their respective companies, but they expect that to slow too. Daria Albinger, ABC News.
0: Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Mostly cloudy skies with some scattered flurries today. Temperatures will be in the low to mid 30s. For tonight, breezy and cool. Overnight lows near 30 with scattered snow showers. Tuesday, mostly cloudy, breezy, low to mid 30s with some scattered flurries. Wednesday snow is likely. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm
1: Chief Meteorologist Aaron Joining us live on the line is President of Energy Mark, Gary Marchiori. Gary, thanks so much for joining us. We're talking about the transition the state is pushing from gas and natural gas to all-electric. That would include banning the sale of gas appliances by the year 2030. Uh, Gary, thanks for being with us this morning. All right, so you work in both natural gas and electric. And I'm wondering where your head is at when it comes to energy, Mark, when the state is announcing this push to, I mean, really lean into the electric side of this.
3: Yes, good morning. Uh, Major changes by the state of New York. And the background was climate leadership and protection. And an agency in the state, a coalition in the state, uh, the Climate Action Council, uh, calling for the changes and setting dates for such changes.
2: Well, Gary, you're 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 in green energy, and you deal with natural gas too. Is is natural gas a bad f- heating source? I mean, the state is, seemed to be painting it now as one.
3: Correct. Eighty percent of our homes are heated with natural gas. The states. Initiatives on housing will be all electric homes and as many as 800,000 new, newly constructed homes uh, being purely electric uh, sources for heat, uh, appliances, of course, lighting. So a more reliance on electricity, not only for our homes, but for transportation and our electric vehicles. So a greater demand for electricity, which will push our winter Peak needs for electricity, 50%. So peak day, which is so important to our energy uh, needs in the state and and matching our energy needs, will increase 50% in the winter period. Overall, during the year, a smaller percentage increase, and that's mostly through transportation use of electricity. So a reliance on that particular form of energy rather than our traditional natural gas for heating and, and water heating. So our major concerns for the consumer is the affordability and, of course, reliability of that supply. And uh, we will then be required to build our electric infrastructure the delivery systems, the transmission of electricity to keep it reliable.
1: Uh, Gary, on that reliability part when it comes to electric, I I think for the most part, you know, and we can, uh, snowstorms and, you know, the high winds, winter weather, and that kind of stuff is maybe a separate conversation. But, you know, if we're talking about, say, during the summer, when everyone's got their AC on, you know, for the most part, we look at our electrical grid as pretty reliable. You know, it's nothing like California where during the summer, you know, they're doing rolling blackouts to help conserve electricity because it's overtaxing on the grid. Uh, but how close are we to that scenario? And if we were to switch houses, um, you know, it wouldn't happen all at once, but uh, pretty rapidly over to using more and more electricity, would we be pushing the limits?
3: Yes, uh, and we will. Uh- The problem becomes now is keeping up with these ambitious goals on the renewable side. We have made moves to renewable energy. Energy Mark helped create the West Valley project, 60 acres of community solar for our area. That's just 10 megawatts Uh, that supports 1,700 homes annually. That's a, that scale is not adequate to keep up with these goals. And there's a very slow transition now. It takes nearly three years to get connectivity to, uh, the grid with a new project. So that has slowed down over time given, you know, supply chains. Keep in mind that in, even in solar panels, 80% of our solar panel production is from Asia. So what we have is a, uh, a trade problem there also. So much slower, uh, getting into renewables. And the key statistics, on our peak day in the summer, 60% of our natural gas was from natural gas fired generation, which is a very quick on-off scenario, uh, adding to our reliability and matching our peak needs. So to replace that with renewable sources, and the state is uh, adding 9,000 megawatts of offshore wind 6,000 megawatts of solar energy by 2025. This is going to help contribute, but keep in mind most of our power in Western New York is from our hydro projects. We have one of the cleanest power systems in the nation, and it's primarily due to the Niagara projects and our hydropower that exist. Downstate there's still oil used to heat buildings and homes. As many as 30 to 40% of our structures there are heated by Uh, fossil fuels so and that's oil Um, there's significant changes for the consumer as we rely on more electricity and power uh, clean energy power Uh, that'll be subsidized by the state this transition the slow transition will be subsidized by the state uh, through discounts on electric appliances for example as well as their idea to uh, add a carbon tax or if it Calling it a carbon tax, 21 emitting uh, uh, greenhouse emission with fossil fuels. So the state will administer programs to uh, levy uh, a burden on those still using fossil fuels, and then funding programs for their conversions. To be clear, if you have an existing gas range, which seems to be the, you know, the outrage right now of by consumers, you can keep it. But by 2030. Uh, you will have a more difficult time replacing it. Uh, Gary, Gary, sorry to interrupt uh, you here, but I
1: I want some uh, clarification just on on one thing that you you seem to mention. If you, and the state has said this, you know, no one's taking your gas stove, you can keep it. Um, You might not be able to replace it after 2030, but if you have your gas range, it'll still work. Will it be more expensive to run, though? Um, if you have gas after twenty thirty, as a way uh, that the state might push people toward going to electric,
3: they will equalize. They'll they'll make try to make uh, green energy forms uh, more equal in cost, input cost, uh, also. So yes, I think that's part of the state's plan to uh, uh, to help subsidize this conversion, this transition to an all electrified home, for heating, uh, and simple things like uh, uh, cooking. Uh, so it, it's uh, it's ambitious. And I think that uh, the state needs a more balanced approach, and an uh, approach that keeps the average consumer in mind, uh, so far as affordability. And we keep talking about reliability of the electric system, which will be challenged as we increase our needs, especially for home heating.
2: All right. On affordability. And you talked about the different incentives and ways to subsidize it, but is there a ballpark cost for an average homeowner to convert?
3: Yes, uh, the the heating systems that have been suggested are uh, ground based uh, thermal, and uh, thermal systems in the state, uh, heat pumps are electric systems that, in a retrofitted home, can cost twenty to thirty thousand dollars, and those are estimates uh, based on your current conditions of your home. In new construction by 2025, so in just in a few years, uh, the mandates are uh, for all electric heating, cooling uh, appliances. So in the newer homes, uh, they'll see the first wave of changes. And in larger buildings, anything over seven stories, uh, is 2027. So new construction will be addressed first And then retrofits afterwards uh, for the homeowner in a little over 10 years will need to be electric.
1: We are speaking with Gary Marchiori, president of Energy Mark, on the state's push to go electric and get rid of natural gas appliances as well as heating, uh, Gary. And that is really a big part. You know, everyone's talking about the gas range and and things like that. Um, You know, push comes to shove. You're replacing a range gas to electric. I I mean, it matters a lot to a lot of people, but not as much as the home heating system. When we spoke with lawmakers about this, you know, they're trying to stress, well, this wouldn't be uh, all at once. This wouldn't be, uh, you know, an expense that would occur all at once. But my understanding is after 2030, if your furnace goes. This could be an all-at-once expense for a homeowner if you have to get some sort of new electric or other way about it heating system. What does that turnover look like if you're running on a gas-powered furnace right now in your home?
3: Right. Well, as we stated, 80% of the state heats with natural gas for their residents. So eventually, these units will need to be replaced, and uh, that's when the consumer will be faced with uh, that cost. But the state plans rebates for those kind of conversions. Uh, So that'll soften it, but the input cost, which will be electricity, is the key. And the infrastructure for our electric power, uh, with its increased cost, will directly hit the consumer. In uh, their cost per kilowatt hour, so there's efficiency that will come into play, and the ways to combat this will be efficiency, unless unless these rules change. And New York State is is quite gun ho right now on on making this uh, you know the, the leading example for uh, the, the U.S. Now keep in mind, California has prohibitions in place uh, also by 2030, so they're phasing out. Also, the electrical, or excuse me, natural gas appliances, and going more electric. But the import cost is a is a concern. And the price for power as well as its delivery will increase. Now, at the same time, the reliability must be maintained. So quite a few changes in what is an aging electric infrastructure need to happen. And there are plans in place, especially for transmission, and then the delivery systems, your utility, to improve right down to your service line. If you have two electric vehicles and an all electric home, you're gonna need an upgraded service line or if it's not original construction. So that's part of the consideration here. So a major shift that will affect consumers in their overall energy budgets. And And again, the concern about reliability.
2: And also, in the event of an outage, which would obviously be coming, I mean, this doesn't even include any kind of a battery backup system that you would need to have at your yes. home or business too, right?
3: Correct. And the key for, the key for reliability is those backup systems. Uh, our own offices are uh, you know, uh, solar-powered with natural gas generation backup, right? So backup is, is key today to a reliable home. And for those of us who uh, went through the the outages during the uh, recent major snowstorm in Buffalo, uh, the electricity was out. Many of our homes were still heated. So that was a a major advantage. I think that a uh, diversified energy uh, environment and use of all of our resources is important. So the state's emphasis on the quick conversions has to be addressed we still import power from Pennsylvania that is from coal-fired sources so saying that there's you know a bit of uh, hypocritical uh, performance by the state and trying to be clean while we import power from Pennsylvania that is from generated coal
1: i I was going to ask you gary because a lot of this focuses on you know green and you hear every time this uh push is brought up it's associated with climate change how much of our electricity right now is quote unquote green and and that's a a, a, maybe a tricky question because people might define green uh, a whole lot differently right
3: Yes, 30% currently, as we approach the goal for 70% in 2030, but the 30% is primarily our hydropower. That's most of it, with a small contribution from solar and wind, right? And that that contribution is growing. Nationwide, it will be 10% this year of our electric is primarily wind and, and some solar power. So it's starting to become a more significant contributor but as we said, the conversions have slowed and the completions have slowed. Uh, and we all hear about supply chain issues and things like uh, inability to import uh, new new panels, for example, for our solar installations. So all that's happening while we uh, emphasize and subsidize with billions of dollars uh, these new projects. So a slower transition is happening but the momentum is there to reinvent our, our uh, uh, power and grid systems and change our sources of electric uh, to uh, cleaner, uh, cleaner methods. Uh, what's behind this now for reliability is primarily natural gas fired uh, facilities, uh, which are very responsive. And are really the backbone of the state's energy system today.
2: Gary, we've learned a lot. Thank you very much for joining us. You're welcome. Gary Marchiori, President of Energy Mark.
0: That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase 5 quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive 2 times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month
1: at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly!
2: Auto Parts!